Here's what you missed last week, nerds. English this type of breakfast from an English one, which generally consists of more options than the lighter continental breakfast. See, it's a sad crap sad. offering. It's an offering of crap. Listen to the podcastle. What are your choices for breakfast, sir? <laughs> well, we have the continental or not eating. It's up to you. I, I guess I'll do that dried up Danish. California and Hollywood, Florida. It's the Podcastles Nerd 35 with your host, Comic John and Clark the Shark, sponsored by Cialis. Get one caught in your throat today. You'll have a stiff neck for hours. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Tonight we have uh, Bruce Hale, the author of Clark the Shark, coming back for an uncensored. Oh yeah, I know. Last time it was like, how deep can we get with this guy without swearing and without, you know, getting in trouble from his parents, from the from the parents of his right. readers. Oh. Uh, yeah, Bruce Hale's coming on the show tonight, and I think it would be funny if we did say some, you know, crass words and got like letters from parents to us. It's like, how did you get my address? It's like. Little Billy was listening to your show because of Bruce, and you said the S word. We get our first, you, like, you know, listener complaints. Like, we get I reported know. to the FCC for the first time. That, then things will really start moving. See, then that's you know what we need to do. Up. Yeah, we need to start doing something outrageous. We need to get in trouble. Yeah, and then we make news, and then we apologize, but then people, like, know us then. Because, you know, my grade school taught me the only way to really get any attention is to just misbehave. Right, yeah. If there's one thing I learned from St. Jude Elementary, it's if you want attention, act up. Give it all kinds of attention. And it worked. My screen here. So we're talking about Hawkeye, Matt. I uh, I decided to do, to start off the YouTube channel with easily the two most boring characters in the MCU, the two humans that have no superpowers. I saw um, that. And I don't know why I did it that way. I guess because the Black Widow Jeremy movie is Renner. the first one coming out right. Jeremy Renner is playing Hawkeye. Uh, he was in all of the Avenger movies, but his first appearance, oh. really, I just learned this, it was uncredited. So nobody knew he was going to be in the movie. He's only in it for a little bit at the end of Thor, the first Thor movie. Um, oh my gosh. So there's Ooh. this, there's this like government-esque like company that kind of oversees the avengers called shield and that's sam jackson's character character nick fury uh, right and then there's a guy below him agent colson who hires hawkeye to go take down thor because thor's looking for his hammer and right. thor and and hawkeye's like well, what am i even supposed to do here like this guy i'm kind of actually rooting for him now and that's the only little glimpse you get of Hawkeye in uh, in Thor. And then he shows up in the Avengers. And then he's in Avengers, Avengers Age of Ultron, Avengers, uh, Captain America Civil War. 
He was supposed to be in Captain America Winter Soldier, but was cut for scheduling reasons. I don't oh, know what the hell he was doing around that, that time. Fuck? And then he wasn't I in Avengers Infinity War. I know. I know. It's like, it's like, really? You, you can't do the movie later or like in six months? Conflict. Right. Like, the what fuck? other movie are you making that Disney is paying you? That's what I mean. You always see that. You know, they approach, like, I read IMDb trivia a lot. And it's and everyone, it's like, uh, you know, uh, Joe Blow had to turn down the role of Captain America because of scheduling conflicts. It's like, but you don't. He didn't do anything from that era that you remember. No, like Jeremy you know what Renner, I mean. Yeah, Jeremy Renner appears in all of these like heist movies, right? Like I think he was in the when they tried to do a Born without Matt Damon. Didn't work. And no, uh, it was like doing Indiana. It was like doing James Bond with like a, an American. You're like, it doesn't work. Right. And yeah, and that's weird. You know, I mean, Jeremy Renner, Matt Damon. I, I don't know how different they are. I thought it was like, all right, he seems like a reasonable yeah. replacement if Damon's like too good for it. Oh. No, yeah, I don't. I think it was fine. And yeah. if anything, Jeremy Renner's like more in shape. He's kind of more of an actor. Clark. Don't you think? Oh. I thought I lost you there. Maybe let me shut down some freaking windows here. Oh my gosh. Uh, I kind of, you cut out. I didn't hear what you said. Would you mind moving your camera uh, no. four degrees to your left? To my left? What the fuck? Yeah. Other way, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. There you go. What the fuck? You're shiny. No, I said uh, Jason, I think Jeremy Renner's even more so of an action hero kind of actor than, than Matt Damon is. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Like Matt Damon's yeah. great as Jason Bourne, but I, I, and, Jeremy Renner's movie, I think, missed the mark, but yeah, it's a great. It's a, on paper, like on screen. It's a he's a good replacement, right? And oh, I said it was like it was like trying to replace uh, James Bond with an American. Yeah, when they did that board thing, it did. It just didn't work. They just like threw someone else in there for some weird reason. So I mean, I wonder what the movie was that he was like, nope, I can't do the Captain America movie, the second one that you know, the one before made like. 400 million uh and right. then he was so this is interesting Aquaman. at the end of captain america civil war hawkeye kind of like he basically plays like a for lack of a better term a shield for captain america to kind of get away and he basically sacrifices himself and gets arrested and jeremy renner was like yo I yeah. need a break. I need a break from all these movies. I know we're doing the big Avengers Infinity War coming up. Can you write me out of that? And then, you know, I'll I'll bulk my hours for Avengers Endgame. And obviously, everybody over at Marvel's genius. So they came up with the idea that since he was being that shield, sacrificing himself for Cap, he let himself get arrested and get put on house arrest, just like Ant-Man. So Ant-Man and... Hawkeye are not in Infinity War, but when we catch right. up to them, they're both on house arrest. Uh, in Ant-Man the Wasp, he's got the ankle thing. Uh, and at the beginning of Endgame, <clears throat> when they're at Hawkeye's farm, he's got the, the ankle thing on too. Yeah, the, the monitoring bracelet. Right. Um, I got one on myself right now. So I've been doing so many shows lately. Just kidding. Um, Just kidding. And in Endgame, he's tremendous. I went over this in my, my videos on the channel. 
kind of his role in Endgame and him and uh, Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow's character kind of growing together as like the two humans, the two regular people uh, with organic. with extraordinary skills, very organic. What's What does the word pathos mean? I know I could just Google it right now, but I keep hearing people when they're talking about the humanity of the superheroes use the word pathos. Pathos? Is, yeah, pathos. P A. Pathos, pathos is the that the Greek mask, like the tragedy and the comedy, isn't it? Oh, okay. So it's it's artsy. It's it's got no, a that's soul. a deep dive. That's a that's that's not a an everyday term. There's a few words. Thespian of the arts. <clears throat> There's a few words that uh, Kevin Smith uses a lot. And I think he does it just to sound not like a stoner who makes decent yeah. movies. Right, and right. He throws it out there to like sound, you know. It's like when actors who do like some good movies, they start using terms they never would, like Bradley Cooper. He's like, it's not really good cinema. I'm like, I'm like nobody uses that word. Come on, it's not that this is, you're not Frank Capra in the 1940s. Like, stop. Aren't there aren't there a few words where when you hear them, no matter how many times you hear them, you cringe, like. Where yeah. it's like cinema that t- or I mean, I'm starting to get that way when people say the film I'm like it's not a film. It's not on film. That's like saying I taped I taped it. I taped the the Phillies game Yeah, right if Jerry Seinfeld and um, I think it was Ricky Gervais of course talked about the three most obnoxious Terms to, to call movies in one of the comedians cars and it was maybe no, it was Will Ferrell I think and they go what's Jerry was like what's worse is it picture film or uh, project, and then and then they both agree. Like movies, fine. Movies, hey, it's a movie. Film is like, hey, we're making a film. If you're like kind of in the business, but nobody really can say like, I did a picture. I, I know. Tell it. It's like stop it. I think I think pictures one for me. Pictures got to be the oldest because and yeah, it's picture, what it was first. Right, like that. Like you could use that in the 30s, like Montgomery. Right, but I think. Uh, remiss is one of those words where like I'd be remiss if I didn't say this. It's like, oh no, 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 no. Nobody uses that term unless you're like in an office. And even then you're like, you don't need to talk that I way. I would be remiss if I didn't mention this. Actually, you'd be whatever the opposite positive version of remiss is if you just don't say anything at all. If you just don't say it, you'd be great if you didn't say anything. Yeah. But yes, uh, it's uh, true. Right? They are cringeworthy words. Cringe like. By the way, did you go live at six o'clock on the channel? No, I saw a schedule. Something I was just, up. I, dude. I'm, do, I'm doing so many tests, like all the, all the homework I'm doing to figure out how to like, you know, fast forward <laughs> the process on YouTube. It's like, it's like, don't matter. It doesn't oh. matter what you do the first like five months. Like nobody's watching. So do all the like, get all the like kinks out of the way now. So I'm oh, just okay. like testing oh. a whole bunch of shit. Because I saw something and it was like, uh, Comic John is going to go live at six or something like that. Yeah, Ooh, live at eight or maybe even nine. I just was testing something out. Maybe it was nine. Uh, maybe it soon, was six my time. Yeah. Soon we will be going live. Um, but like I said, I don't have. I have. I think I have five subscribers. Which thank you for everyone who's subscribed. You guys are awesome. And trust me, if you stick with this, it'll be the only thing you need to tune into on YouTube, television. The movie theater, everything. Yeah, I promise. Now back to Hawkeye. 
Yeah. Obviously, the culmination of an end game where he has to get the Soul Stone and he's teamed up with Black Widow. And the only way you get the Soul Stone is to sacrifice that which you love a soul for a soul, as the Red Skull tells us. And Natalie, the Black Widow, sacrifices herself and Hawkeye loses his best friend, but he gets the Soul Stone. And uh, spoiler alert, maybe I should have said that before it, but it's a major plot point to get, for him to get that one specific stone and and the movie ends and i won't ruin that for everyone who hasn't seen it the four or five people including you who haven't seen it uh and that brings us to disney plus yeah the behemoth the white elephant in every other movie and television studios minds you know they're all just kind of like they're all just waiting. It must be what a team feels like when they know they play the Patriots on Sunday and you're just kind of waiting for the abuse. It's inevitable. I think so. Yeah, I think it's... Um, everyone's kind of waiting around and they're like, okay, it's like 50 cents circa like 2002. They're like, okay, all the other rappers are like 50 cents coming. Let's just like wait around. This is going to be Whoa. really big. We'll ride it out. Good we'll comparison. That's what it feels like. So Disney Plus, it's going to come out. Everything that Disney's ever made is going to be on it, and that includes all their branch companies that they have, everything from ABC. I don't know what ESPN's role is going to be in this. I, I'm sure it's going to have something. I, I bet you that ESPN Plus will just get folded into it. Uh, oh, and yeah. Hawkeye, Hawkeye has his own series called Hawkeye. Now, in the beginning of Endgame, they show him on his farm with his family, and he's showing his oldest daughter how to shoot a bow and arrow, kind of like an Easter egg on what's to come. Because in the comics, in easily the most successful comic book run of Hawkeye, the regular human being who just shoots an arrow well, was this story of this girl named Kate Bishop. And it's uh, Hawkeye, volume one through something, My Life is a Weapon. So he kind of like goes off the edge and kind of changes everything about himself. He becomes this assassin named Ronan. Um, now yeah. I, I'm a little foggy on the on the details, but I'm pretty sure his family wow. does get killed. You haven't the foggiest. I haven't the foggiest, but I do have an idea. So it's not it's it's a it's a low dense morning fog. Uh, I think. Hawkeye loses his family. He goes to the dark side, becomes this assassin. He drops the bow and arrow, like, and he picks up this crazy like katana blade, and he just goes out. He goes out killing the bad guys. He's basically like a Robin Hood. And this girl, yeah. Kate, Kate Bishop, picks up the mantle, and actually, literally, picks up his bow and arrow, finds it somewhere, and Yikes. just starts kicking ass. And last week they. Uh, they made oh the announcement gosh. that um, Haley Steinfeld is going to be Kate Bishop, oh. a.k.a. the new Hawkeye in the Disney Plus series. What do you know about yeah. Haley Steinfeld? Doesn't that name sound familiar other than it is really close to Seinfeld? She yeah, was I just in, read something um, on her the other day, actually, and I thought the same thing that. about the Seinfeld thing. What she was fuck? a true grit. I think she won an Oscar. Yeah, was nominated for one. Yeah, she was the little girl in True Grit. Yeah. And uh, she was also in the Bumblebee. Oscar Buzz. She was in the Bumblebee movie, which now Oscar Buzz 
and you know big blockbuster you know special yeah. effects movie buzz but this is going to be the tv show um and here's my on, exclusively on disney plus exclusively on disney plus okay and uh the news did come out that their shows are going to be weekly isn't it crazy it's like they listened to us and they were yeah, like the end of binging you can't talk about stranger things the entire season in one you know water cooler bump into you can't no, squeeze yeah. that whole kind you know you got to go episode by episode if you really want to develop uh, you know the characters and make appointment television a thing again and leave it to Disney to do that um, right. so it's going to be weekly and it's going to lead to I think the next big huge Avengers movie where all these movies collapse into this you know annual is what they used to do in the comic books they would take all the stories from all the different people throughout the year and crush them together and it will she will lead or be a main uh, you know, contributor to the Young Avengers, which is also a, a very yes. awesome comic. Oh. And they're already seeding other seeds for that's that all over the place. And that. Oh, right in the guzzler. <laughs> it's comics with John, 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 John. So it'll be Comic John, and this is Comics with John with Comic John. Comic John. We gotta have we gotta revisit Comic John in a few minutes when Bruce Hale comes on and get his pick and, uh, and his dick. Yeah, I want to see what he knows about it. What if he was like a co-writer on all of these films? He's like, oh no, I have like five Oscars, thirteen Emmys from writing all these. We're like, what? He's, He's like, like, yeah, oh but gosh. I stay low. I'm focusing on Clark the Shark. You know all those uh, like, oh. those credit scenes that you wait for and you you sit through all the credits. My name's on about five Marvel movies. I I have writing credits. What? I have writing credits. What am I? What? I've met uh, Robert Downey. That was a good comic, John. I was just dicking around on YouTube during that last segment to see if we can somehow sync up Skype with YouTube. And I don't think we can, but I think we can do a live feed somehow on the Comic yeah. John channel while the on the air. Like, yeah. there's, a, there's a way to do that. Yeah, I know. There's definitely a way. I'm pretty sure there's just a couple other pieces of hardware and wires that I'll, I'll need to acquire. But I think we can do that because that way we can stream it live yeah. share yeah. the link people watch it and then we save the video as it does automatically you put it to the channel i can rip the audio from there to upload the, the you know itunes and everything it's it, I, there's there's definitely a way but i do like comic john a lot i like all the content and the thumbnails yeah it's like you know it's like work on your hook that's kind of what they yeah. teach you in all these you know these videos and articles that I'm, articles you know these how to's that I'm reading it's like yeah. it's like basically telling me to make clickbait and I'm like fuck you I'm, I won't do that I'm not oh. doing like yeah. you know Robert Downey Jr.'s coming back question mark exclamation what? point question mark and then it's like Robert Downey Jr.'s not coming back but I'm gonna talk That's about some other is. bullshit for 20 minutes I was gonna say the next thing always has to be the next you know every like YouTuber does is you know just what you just said you know the clickbait like it. Somebody died and I found a body in the woods. We did not. Oh my gosh! But we were in the woods, and anything's possible. Um, Dude, that's part like of every... the reason I'm doing this. There's so many bad versions of so it out bad. there. I'm like, we need to bring some yeah. respect to this. Uh, it's it's nice to have a respectful medium to the forum because uh, there's just so much crap out there, and it's like every YouTube article says like the same, you know, five things. It's 
you know, do consistent content, what you're doing, make your thumbnails cool, you know, have good quality. And then there's always that one that's like, you know, create wild tags and titles. It's like somebody, and it's like, no, that doesn't work because keywords. Yeah. There's like these little things that can help. It's basically like a lot of here's what not to do. Um, but then there's the few that it's like, yeah, write, write fake news. I'm like, that's, see, there's the difference in, in the regular media and in the YouTube media. That's like a thing now. There are right. channels that rush to get the story out first. Then there are channels that Immediately. take their time. They do their research. Maybe it's a day or two later, but there's no incorrect information or inaccurate information in their right. episodes. And then and there's channels like bringing. Kingman Prods, which take months to do. And people are like, yo, did you, did you edit that video? It's like, <laughs> get around to it. Want to get around to it. Hey, here's the punch out rap. Ten views. Okay, it's, we waited too long. It's so, uh, it's, it's time consuming for tiny little, uh, you know, amounts of output. Yeah. You know. Like, my, my biggest frustration oh go ahead i'm sorry like uh even that uh that video that you did about the dmv where you're waiting in line and then there's like that yeah, the wizard. wizard like yeah, i'm sure tools. that wizard like took a while yeah no it it it, 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 it just ripped it i just stole that wizard from librarytools.com um no but it takes a while my biggest direct wizard is getting people to see the video like facebook is shit for that nobody's gonna watch stuff on there really um, no, you have to like your friends will, but they don't. The algorithms don't show your video. Like I'll take the punch out rap. We we did this this the the punch out rap video on Kingman Prod's channel. I thought it would be like a massive viral hit. I was like, people, anyone between the ages of twenty five and forty have owned this game. There's like billions of men that love the punch out franchise Nintendo, and we did this like funny. There's never been a rap of it before. It's like epic rap battles of history. All the like ingredients were there. And it was, it's like sitting at 400 views and it's like, how do you get people to see this? Like I bought ads for it. Like it just, it's just tough. There's just so much stuff out there. It's tough to get people to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, but then like I, the grammar uh, Nazi gets like a thousand views a month. Like it just, it sleeps I think there. people probably share that one a lot because it's so genius. I mean, punch out's funny, but everyone knows the Nazis and everyone there's, it's like 50% of this country understands bad grammar. You know, and does not, and like appreciates good grammar. Right. It's funny. Like the Trump video I did, I did this rap. I never promoted or anything. I did this Trump rap. It's a tr- right. it's a spoof of the Humpty Hump, and that's that's racking in thousands of views. And I never right. once like shared that because I'm like I don't want to be known as like some political guy. It was just like something fun I did when I was drunk one night. And you would and do it the on the show. Rap, yeah, the president's rap, which I, I never promoted because it's poorly done, which I like rap about the U.S. presidents. It has like 10,000 views. And I never, you know, but then something I'm like putting everything out there gets like nothing. I think I, the key uh, is just not give a shit. I got, uh, I downloaded this um, Google extension called Keywords Everywhere. Oh, yeah. It basically tells you what people, it basically tells you don't even bother right now posting a video about this. Because too many oh, people really? are looking and talking about it. You're just going to get like squeezed into like the list of a million. It shows Sweet. you like, yo, no one's talking about this. Do a video on it because, you know, the odds of anyone else doing it are really low. 
Oh, good call. Yeah. It kind of shows the algorithms of what's happening. Like, yeah, it shows you how much it's searched per month, how much it would cost to run. What's this called? It's called Keywords Everywhere. Hold on. Pornhub? Oh. Backslash. <laughs> Black <Yes. throat. laughs> it's a children's show. We're having an author on. And then it shows you how much ad, how much it would cost to run an ad with those words. Like I did Scarlet Witch, right? And then all these things, uh, you know, join, like pop up, like populate, like Scarlet Witch superpower, Scarlet Witch and uh, WandaVision, the the Disney Plus show, uh, Scarlet Witch Endgame. And then it's like Scarlet Witch Halloween costume because it's all the things people are searching. Of course. I got to download this. That's smart. The thing that I think really works for Comic John are two things. One is it's like it's very organic and fresh. There's like another Comic John, but if you search for Comic John, yours comes up first. Yeah. And the hashtag's like never been used before. It's wow. like an original hashtag, which is kind of impossible. I didn't in think 2019. Those days yeah. You could you could hashtag like the keys, like just mashing your fat fingers on the keys for twenty minutes. Yeah. And there would be like a hundred posts at least with that hashtag. But it's like a new hashtag. It's very original. And the J um, is not too far from the C on the keyboard. So I think you're going to get a lot of traffic, too, of people searching Comic-Con and typing it wrong when they're drunk. And they'll be like, oh, here it is. Like, it's like... And, and it, yeah, it you're right. works. The O-N. On your way to the O-N from the C, you're going to you know, brush it. Um. You need to have have start having all the, your spit off channels now for your whole family. Like, uh, you know, a lot of these big YouTubers, they they get so many subscribers, they start doing spin off channels where they give like their wife one and they're like, kid channel. It's like their baby, but they still get like hundreds of thousands of views. You're like, what is this? Some of the, like hey, hey, it some like a of the channels, channel. man. I feel like there's an audience of YouTube that is so much more like ingrained into it than we even are. Yeah, definitely. You know, like, only original content. Like, only, you know, regular person-made shit. That's the only thing that I watch. I don't watch anything made by any of the networks or any of the, <laughs> you know, the famous people. Like, only YouTube famous people are the ones I watch. Like, I bet you there's a big crowd right. for that. It's so weird. It's weird. And I like when people use YouTube. Like, they use all the features. Like I'll sit with you know somebody at work and they're on YouTube and they're like, oh, let's check out the feature videos and what's trending. I'm like, oh, you actually like look at all that shit? They're like, yeah. I'm like, well, I guess that's good that somebody uses it. I am like but, really bored if I even click on what's trending on YouTube to watch that. Oh, yeah. I have like no. run out of things to care about. You know, because you, you can search anything. But you have a lot of videos on the channel so far. It's really good. Well, yeah, and that was another thing. It's like build a library, uh, you know, like you should average These video playlists. a day. Yeah, those are just kind of like, yo, you know what I describe them as? It's say you and Black I are heads. going, see, say you and I are going to the movies to go see uh, Avengers. I'd be and, on the board for those peas. And you haven't seen any of them. Before we go into the theater, we walk around the back of the building and smoke a joint, and I give you like a quick rundown of what's going on so far. Sounds like a great night, actually. That's what those videos are. It's like a doobie with your friend before you go into the movie because your friend hasn't seen anything. 
I'm gonna need a man of Guatemalan descent to work on some labor. I'm gonna have, I need a spreadsheet for the costs. And I'm gonna need some building materials because the brain matter is now all over the snake cage behind me, and the snake's eating it and getting smarter or stupider. <laughs> um, that's pretty amazing because I see you use the playlists. You created like a playlist for Black Widow for Hawkeye. Like that's good because when people search that, yeah, they can like find it easy. And then it'll just dump right it'll into play the, to next the next one. one. And uh, I recorded one for Scarlet Witch. I hope to record the rest of them tomorrow. So then I'll have a playlist for her. It's weird. All these characters blend into each other. It's like just by luck that I chose who I chose that they actually do connect and they're not like the main three. You know, they're not Iron Man and Captain America. It's cool. It's like the beauty. It is cool. It's woven together like a tapestry of gray. There's websites you, you can pay like 20 bucks like a thousand views you should spend like a thousand dollars and get like a million views and be like whoa viral what's going on here i know i feel like a lot of these channels like pay so when i see a video from them it says thirty-eight thousand views it's like already they like just put it out like that can't be real no they definitely it's a trick pay people unless you're like an established name like epic rap battles of history or something right it's like now who's watching your video like eighty three thousand times in an hour like come on and you can tell the real the guys that don't pay the guys that have 3.1 million subscribers and when they put something out and you get like a notification and you click to watch it there's only like seven views right because i just got there right when he sent it out right and then slowly it builds to like twenty thousand. well the channel's great man i think it's thanks brother thanks for your your assistance Oh, that's awesome. I just feel I, I, like uh, I legitimately watch it. I like go to it. It's like, to, like comedy's it's broad, but w- if we want to scoop in just a, a big group of people, it has to be like laser beam topic. It has to be like one topic yeah. only, and Keep going. yeah, just stick that out, and uh, and hopefully then it you know it blends over. I think it's great. It's beautiful. We're gonna bring in uh, Bruce Hale right now. Uh, if that's okay with you, John. Of course. He is the author of Clark the Shark, Clark the Shark, Chet Gecko, uh, and he is also in a salsa band, a Latin salsa band. I, all those names uh, blur together with me. Like it's salsa music, it's Latin music. I'm like, I don't really know the difference, but yeah, it sounds no, cool. It, it sounds like something I want to dance to. But yeah, right. Cucaracha. La cucaracha, la cucaracha. La cucaracha. <laughs> you can't like not move your shoulders like no you just want to move your shoulders and go there he is it's bruce welcome to the show bruce thank you good to see you guys good to see you too looking good uh how you doing sir thanks for joining us thank you boy somebody's got a great hat collection there on the wall thank you sir yes god every team took me like five years I love it. Yeah. This new Twitter is so, I mean, this new uh, Skype is weird, is weird. Yeah, I'm back. Sorry. Go yeah, on. There's always a, always a Skype update, but it never like enhances the users, no, you know, the features of the user's experience. You know, it's it more confusing. It's true. Uh, 
Bruce, we just brought you on tonight to talk about Skype tech, uh, yeah. you know, technological. The question that the world is thinking Universe. about right now oh. is about avocados and why the hype surrounding these vile the fruits. Uh, Bruce, you're a fan of these these uh, majestic beasts, if you will. Are avocados? You? No, I wouldn't describe myself as a fan. I would say I've Good. almost been kicked out of California because I don't like avocados and I don't like raisins. You don't like it? You don't like avocados? No. I, well, I find them slimy. Slimy, right? They're like they a band-aid that was left yeah. in the pool for three days or something. Exactly. It's well, like you, you clear all those leaves that, that congregate on the top of the pool together and you put them in a little pile. That's kind of the consistency of it. Right. And I've mentioned <laughs> this on the show before. That is a good description. I mentioned on the show before, and in, in California, I'm not a native to this great state. I've been here for about 10 years. But when I moved down here, I noticed everything, on every menu has avocados. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people should use the, the Jurassic Park method, as I call it, which is just because you could doesn't necessarily mean that you should. <laughs> I agree. And, uh, and it's on everything. But you mentioned before there's an avocado festival. I think it's up by, is it Santa is. Cruz? It's in, yeah, it's up in my neck of the woods. It's up in Carpinteria. Okay. And so this poor group of misguided individuals gets together to celebrate the avocado. <laughs> Um, I'm not quite sure where they're coming from, but you know, I, I salute their passion. I think okay. it's great to have passion for something. Sure, sure. And my band, uh, Mezcal Martini, has played there several times, and I'm happy to say they do not require you to eat avocados to play at the festival. That would the be mezcal, funny. Yeah, okay, because you mentioned this. We'll pay you an avocados. Me. What? Yeah, right. exactly. And I'd be like, no, nah, I think yeah. I've got something going on that day. Yeah. yeah no. Uh, no, sir, I, 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 I took a flight here. Uh, I have a mortgage. I kind of need money. Avocados <laughs> yeah. it is. Um, do you think a lot of people really truly like avocados, or is it just trendy to say, oh, I like avocado toast and all that stuff? Because I think it's a trend. I, you, well, it's, it's definitely a, a trend, but I have a lot of friends who love avocados, and I can't convince them otherwise. In fact, as a sushi lover, it, it really turns me off that – you go to a restaurant and they just throw avocado into every sushi roll. And to right. me, you know, I, I actually lived in Japan. I had the real deal, and oh, wow. it just seems like sacrilege. It is sacrilege. You so you lived in Japan, so yeah. the sushi here is kind of like uh, insulting in a way. <laughs> California light. Yeah, right. What it's were you doing league. in Japan? Were you living there for like a number of years, or? Oh, yeah. I was there for a couple of years. Um, I was teaching English for a bit. I worked in an ad agency. Um, I was trying out my lines on all the Japanese girls. Uh, it was great fun. Oh, how'd it work out? Pretty good? Pretty well, actually. Yeah. Did you get married to a Japanese girl while over there? No, I didn't. But okay. I, uh, I did end up meeting a woman in Hawaii who is part Japanese, and she and I got married. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Did so you get married in Hawaii? That, background of living in Japan um, paid off. You know, I could really appreciate where she was coming from and you know her mom's from Tokyo so oh, I could talk nice. with her a little bit just enough to get in trouble. Yeah, of course. Did you get married in, uh, in, in Hawaii? Yeah, on the North Shore. Oh, no, North Shore of Oahu. Yep. 
I, I got married in the North Shore of Oahu last uh, one year tomorrow. It'll be one year anniversary. What can I say? It's a happening place. I was oh looking. I went to uh, Maui on my honeymoon, so yeah, there's there a connection. Okay. Oh. There you go. We got the trifecta here. I, I think the reason um, avocados are popular is three reasons. What's the that? first one is all of a sudden we're like, oh, these are actually really healthy for us. The second one is like a combo. It looks like baby shit when it's all smashed up like guacamole. <laughs> and you're so amazed that it doesn't taste like baby shit, you like are tricking yourself into thinking, it tastes great, it's awesome. Oh, and it's healthy, I heard. I read that in a magazine. So that's why. And it's so it's weird because you pay extra for them and they freaking fall off the trees in Florida like pine cones. Like they're yeah. everywhere. I don't right. get it. Here. Oh my gosh. Oversaturating the market. And there's like so many new ways to, to use them now, like avocado oil. Right. Uh, well, I mean, which isn't new. Shampoo. Like, you know, avocado toast is like the big thing now. Yeah. Right. It's just so much. Um, but Bruce, you can load them into like a catapult and just launch them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Off of underpasses. And yeah. no, you don't want to do that. No. Um, but you do like <laughs> you do like chocolate chip cookies. This is a staple. Oh, that is for me. That is the king of desserts. Chocolate chip cookies. Oh yeah. Now, uh, if you ran for president or political office, and I'm not going to into politics, but if you did, your slogan could be "Hail H A L E Honey" to the chief. Uh, to ah. me, that would be grounds alone for doing that's, that. That's painful. I got to say, I like that. I wanted to ask, uh, you mentioned, uh, you tweeted something out recently. You're going to Nigeria. Yeah. Um, on a, is this a, this is an educational trip? This is like a work trip, I mean? No, it's a, it's a work trip. Um, what happened was there was a, uh, American International School in Madagascar that was very interested in having me come visit. But because it costs so much to fly somebody there, they said, okay, let me just put out the word to a bunch of different international schools here in Africa, and we'll see if we can band together and bring you out. Well, the Madagascar school fell out, and then a couple other ones did, but the Nigeria school said, hey, we've still got some budget. We'd love to have you out. That's pretty amazing. Is, wow. yeah, you fly to, was it Abuja? Is that the capital? Exactly, Abuja. Abuja? Is that where you fly into? Is that like the international... Yes hub there that's yep. pretty amazing because you've been you mentioned before the last time you're on you've been to the sudan yeah uh, that was, that right was when the like, civil war was breaking or the coup happened yeah it's, I'm, I'm trying to time this so they don't have a government overthrow when i go so i'm i'm monitoring the situation no actually it looks pretty pretty calm there right now right because i was going to say if you can time these trips to like you know government overthrows like why not do like north korea <laughs> quite historic like just oh, yeah. just yeah. Or just stay world. here Let's, there you go. Yes, overthrow this government. Huh? <laughs> um, I did want to. John and I spoke on the show earlier. We touched on like grammar a little bit, mm -hmm. um, and we want to uh, get your thoughts on. It, it feels like to me grammar is changing all the time. The things they taught us as kids. John and I went to school together growing up. The, the things they taught us in grammar school have changed so much of it. Like you don't use this. You you, you don't say it this way anymore. Don't That's use true. an Oxford comma. As an author, I mean, do you have to? How do you keep up? Do you do you care? Oh, yeah. to keep up with these trends because that has to be frustrating. It well, it is frustrating to me as somebody who loves words and language to see how language deteriorates in the digital world. 
because you know when people are texting, they're not even spelling correctly. They're using yeah. abbreviations. They're not punctuating, um, which is fine for texting. But right, see yeah. that creeping into people's written communications, emails, yeah. uh, articles, things like that, and it's it does disturb me a little bit. Because right. that, that's the that's the dangerous part, like the the way you talk and text and everything, which is completely forgivable. Yeah. Uh, sometimes can, you know, uh, splash over into, like, you know, you see that song, you see that music a lot. You see like hashtags being used, in, like songs, yes. things like that. <laughs> and you're like, come on, man, like was give it, it to, like try a little bit. But was I, like, the it's an first author, one, like the letter U instead of the word Y O U, you know, like that was the beginning of the end. Because then your <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 Prince, and it's like okay, it's like cool. It's, it's different, but then it like starts splashing over, and you're like, oh, come on. You're right. Like I'm getting emails from clients that say, your nurse with you are. I'm like, man, you're lucky. You yeah. know, I'm like not some <laughs> stiff who's like, you know, a stickler about grammar, even though I am because I notice it, but, you know, you got to right. let it go. But it's happening. It's like spilling into the corporate email world. It is, and it's it is. just a sad thing, but oh. you know, at some point, you have to pick the battles you can win, right. and so what right. I do is I try to write as cleanly as I can. I don't mean in terms of profanity, but you know, in terms of proper right. grammar and stuff, but I, I'm writing for kids, and they are of this generation, so I do make allowances. Like, I do start sentences with an and. I use sentence fragments, because that's the way people talk. Right, and so as a fiction writer, I give myself yeah. license. But if I'm writing a, an article for a newspaper or magazine, some nonfiction piece, I'm going to be as proper as I can. And when you're, where does the process? End? That's 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 a pretty good answer to that. Um, what about I felt um, honest? It's like as everything evolves, it's insane to even like realize language does too. Like right in front of yeah. us, it's like evolving. It's insane. That's true. Right. Just during our lifetimes, it's evolved quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, 10 years. There's things that, you know, you see, you know, tech editing something, and it's like, oh, no, this isn't, this isn't proper. The guy at, like, it's the, like, no, it is. The guy like, at, no, like, the dictionary system. writing store is like, uh, uh, we're going to have to make a new one every month. Larry! There's more words! It's crazy when you see that. Uh, even their meanings. Yeah, it's like you're tech editing something, and the things that were like you know proper when you were a kid, or even like ten years ago, they're like no, it's it's acceptable now. Even though the word literally, uh, they changed the de you know definition to not mean what the actual genesis of the word means because people use it incorrectly. The wrong thing like, oh. over and over. Like gorilla um, monsoon. Right. <laughs> there you go. People Where's are literally hanging from the rafters. Uh, well, yeah. they aren't oh. doing that. It's kind of dangerous. Yeah. Bruce, when you're when you're in the process of your writing, where does your like editing skills stop or process stops, I should say, and like the editor picks up? Do you uh, do you proof it a few times yourself and they come back with changes or how like how does well, that work? Yeah, yeah how many drafts? Works. I uh, I will do about three to four drafts on my own. So and each That's time I try to leave a couple weeks where I just let it cool off and then come back to it. So uh, I want to make my story as perfect as I can before I send it in. That's and then so awesome. Have ideas. That's a great like spot to be in. You don't have to like rush to just get content out. You can like really like develop it in your mind like while you're writing it. 
That's awesome. Do you have? Do they give you deadlines like, hey, by March mm-hmm. 2020, yeah, you need every, this? Every time I sign a book contract, uh, there's a deadline involved, and so they pay me a little money up front as an advance, and the stipulation is I have to deliver by a certain date. But that's a great problem to have because you know when you're writing a book just on your own. It could take you forever. Yeah, you know, right. Inspiration and motivation can like come and go if there isn't like an uh, you know a finish line. Yeah. Do you storyboard everything out like a start, middle, ending, or do you kind of start I, off and well, it's see different where it goes. for different books. I've written a lot of mysteries, and with the mysteries, yes, absolutely, I have to plan it out. In fact, I start with the ending and I figure oh, out who done no it, why, and then I work backwards. That's great. That's pretty good. I was always thinking to to do a twisty, turny movie, you have to have stuff already in your head set up that's going to be like a payoff, and you have to come up with like the setup. Yeah, and then you have to figure out ways to lead the viewer or the reader down blind alleys. Right. And it's like, okay, so where are my red herrings going to be? And who is the least likely suspect and that's the person i'm going to have be the the culprit what pretty is pretty amazing the term red herring what is it i always hear oh, yeah. it and i'm like well, i don't get it <laughs> yeah you know i don't know where it comes from i assume it's something from the early days of noir writing right you right know, like the raymond chandler and those guys but i think it's just something that stinks you know red herring stinks so you oh, fall to fish smell and it leads you astray. Oh, it's a distraction. Yeah. Oh. Are you ever going to write one of those books, Bruce, that's like, where is, where is, you know, like let's say Monster Town, which Halloween's coming up. Mm-hmm. Probably the sales will boost up. Are you ever going to write one of those books that's like, where does Philly go next? Go to page 47 to find out if he goes to the amusement park. 50 if he goes <laughs> home. And then you, you keep your finger on the page and you turn and you're like, no, 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 I'm not going there. I'm going back. No. Yeah. Um, that would be fun. I haven't tried one of those yet. No, I know. You're you're a real author. You don't need to play those games with yeah. kids. Well, you know, kids we, know as as we do play games, though. I mean, that's part of the fun. Your readers want some kind of a, a trick or uh, they want to go on a ride and have an experience. Right. They want to go to an experience. And I, I've, read, I've read some of your books, and I got the impression um, as, a, as a grown-up kid – with ADHD that, uh, like John, I still have a child, you know, psyche. Mm-hmm. You, oh, don't, yeah. you, you don't talk down and, and placate kids. You, you kind of are on the same level with them. You're not like, a, oh, let me do a little fun show for you. You're, you're kind of on their level with them, man. It's, it, it, well, yeah. it speaks honesty to me. That, I think that is, you put your finger on it, that's so important. When you write for kids, writing down to them and preaching to them just doesn't work. Kids yeah. sense that and it turns yeah. them right off. But, you know, right. if we treat them as other human beings, you know, they're like us. They're story loving animals. So we we deal fair with them just the way you would with an adult or whoever else you're writing for. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, you know, remember as a kid, you have like an adult say something to you and like, oh, yeah, we'll get there and you can do this. It's like, I know you're lying to me. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, like I get it. You can't fool me. But I feel like your your books are what you just said. They speak honesty and they're, you know, you're on their they're playing field with them, you know, like as a peer, and that works very well. In the uh, early 1800s, author, English author William Cobbett wrote pres- a presumably fictional story about how he used red herring as a boy to throw hounds off the scent of a hare. Oh my gosh. There you go. Oh. It's a misdirect. There we go. 
I love the internet. You can find out anything. You can find out anything, and it's all real. Yeah, of course. <laughs> if you read it online, it must be all true. of it. <laughs> uh, I mentioned on a on a thread I was having with Bruce earlier. Um, I should say I, I was mentioning I was eating some avocado toast with Bruce. We're both huge fans of fruit. <laughs> um, but we mentioned films because you you tweeted out you know some films that you liked in the past, mm-hmm. and I know we're trying to shy away from like your top ten favorite films because that's a tough thing to say. A film I could maybe name my top five, but they all you know, it depends on the mood you're on. But I know, I'll never be able to make that list and be like satisfied with it. No. Right. They're always going to switch. But like what the word, the term you used was like comforting films or fun. Yeah, comfort oh. movies. Comfort movies. What are some oh. of like your comfort movies? Because for me, I said like, you know, they're not great flicks. Yeah. But Top Gun and Con Air, if I just want to like relax and shut off, like they're always going to deliver. Yeah, exactly. So I've got a bunch of those depending on the mood. Like yeah, if yeah, I yeah. Want something – um, that's a little noirish but fun. I'll go for The Big Easy with Dennis Quaid and Ellen Barkin. Classic. Never seen I've it. Watched, yeah, I've probably watched that yes. like, I don't know, seven or eight times. Um, yeah. There is, if I'm in a, a down mood and I want to cheer up, uh, either Singing in the Rain or Young Frankenstein will oh, yeah. always me around. Young Gene Frankenstein. Kelly. Gene Wilder and Gene Kelly and Singing in the uh, Rain. Yeah. Classic. Debbie, Debbie Reynolds, right? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. I mean, those are actually legitimately good movies, but yeah, there's yeah. there are a couple of movies like uh, The Wonder Boys with Michael Douglas or Dave with Kevin Kline Classic. that just hit the spot. You know, they're like a they're funny. They're just maybe slightly edgy, but not too much. And they just are a comfort movie. It's like comfort food. You know, you don't expect oh, yeah. five star cuisine. You want something that's comfortable and easy to digest. Comfort movies. I've never heard that term, and you're so right with Dave. No, I know. Because That's, it's such I've a never heard perfect that movie. Term. It's like realistic, yeah. but not. Uh, yeah. It's comedic, but like it has a realistic background. Like it's a, it, it, Movies like that, they're perfect. Yeah, and it leaves you with a happy feeling at the end, you know? Back it's to the that. Future. Yeah, Back to the Future. That's a great oh, one. Oh, yes. Back to, I'm actually, a Back to the Future too. That's a, a better movie than most people think it is because – if you look at the structure of it from a writer's point of view, yeah. it is brilliantly structured. And it just is. the way he sets up the, the ticking clock that's always going, and you know Marty McFly has to uh, drive under this thing at exactly the right time to go back. And Yeah, it's a Right, yeah, because that is kind of confusing, and they really walk you through making right. it all make sense to pretty much anyone watching. Like, oh, okay. They just have to time yeah. this with a lightning bolt. Yeah, and they keep raising the stakes, too, which is something storytellers always try to do, and it totally yeah. works in that movie. Yeah, they raise the bar, and it's such a, uh, a very well, like, smart film. It, it, it reminds me like, of Ghostbusters. Like, Ghostbusters to yeah. me is, like, the perfect film. Yeah. It has, like, so, religious elements, horror, comedy. Oh, they do man. edgy things, like, so smoke, good. But, like, there's, like, elements for the kids. Like, everything's so well-written. Totally. You know, it's like, and then there's then there's Sigourney Weaver, the thinking man's babe. Yeah, right. Totally. Perfect. Yeah, totally. Right. Totally. She is. See, I'm not a thinking man, and I'm like so intimidated right. by her. She's like so out of my league. It's like a joke. I know. I yeah. think all of Yeah, she plays in like the Philharmonic and everything, and you're just like, yeah. Exactly. I I'll you're check so out. much smarter than me. <laughs> <It's> crazy. <laughs> um. 
last month you uh, tweeted and put on Instagram a bunch of bunch of really lovely shots and some captions from the uh, Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators uh-huh. conference in Los Angeles. How did that go? Oh, that was a fabulous conference. It's it happens every summer and you just you get to see all of the luminaries of the field. I mean. Uh, Arthur Levine, the guy who edited the Harry Potter series in America. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, Meg Medina, who's just a wonderful author, and I think she recently won a, a Newbery Award. I mean, you see, like, just, like, top-level illustrators, authors, agents, and for me, it's just drinking deep from the well of inspiration. I love going there, and, you know, I've been uh... doing this long enough. I have lots of friends in the field, so it's it's kind okay. of week as well. Because I wanted to, it's is it because the reason I brought it up is um, I wanted to ask it. These are your peers that you're with, mm-hmm. so are you all guys kind of you know learning from each other and, and picking up new things, or is it more oh, like yeah, a, yeah like that, I, even when I'm speaking there as I was this time, I still attend some of the breakout sessions and the the main sessions because there's always like a little piece that you get that somebody else has thought about something that you have, but they've come at it from a different way, and you get a little aha moment. And I love those. Oh, okay. That's like when comedians hang out. They probably, you know, it's the same thing. They're working on a joke. They can't figure out where to land it or, you know, where to – and that's why they all hang out with each other. Exactly. Speak sad. And, you know, just like anybody else in any field, whether it's movies or comics or whatever – uh, when I see people whose work I really admire, I get all fanboyish, you know, just like, oh gosh, you're so good. Oh really? You still get that way? Even oh with yeah. The... Yeah, there are certain writers that still do that for me. What? Now, which one? I always mix these two up: the the Caldecott and the Newberry. One's for illustration. Caldecott is for picture books. Okay. And the Newberry is for oh, yeah. uh, Caldecott, like Polar Express. Yeah. And then Newberry for like Clark the Shark kind of stuff. Yeah, wouldn't that be great? No, Newberry for Don't like sell so Time or one of those. Soon enough. Yeah. Uh, when you get your Newberry award, though, you're probably not going to come to the show anymore. So we're going to ask you all the questions we can now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that sounds good though. So it's nice to know when you go, you know, you're hanging out with your peers, these other authors. Like you're still kind of learning from each other. You know, it's not just like right. a slap in the back, like let's get drunk. Although you know, it'd be nice yeah. if you do that too. But there you're still like kind of well. learning. That's, yeah. I mean, when uh, you well, get okay. drunk, I mean, if you love what you do, you talk shop, and that's when you know usually. Like Paul McCartney writes yesterday on a napkin at a at a deli. Yes. Right. Yeah. Things just kind of start flowing. Hmm. Yeah, and it what? does happen. I mean, I've I've seen uh, collaborations come out of these conferences because people get together, meet in person, and they say, "Hey, you know, we should work on something together." And then sometimes stories are hatched from that. Yeah, and, and sometimes some of the best stories are hatched. Must be so from that. fun. And it, it's a story to tell yeah. like later on. I say this like I've written books. I'm like, yeah, some of my best work has been hatched from airport <laughs> conversations with strangers. Like, it's wild. Uh, on the one thing that, <laughs> right. One thing, Bruce, uh, I admire about you and a lot of people do is a you know, celebrity and a public figure. You're very approachable. Um, I feel like you share a lot of stuff, you know, on social media. Your, your own website, like, gives advice and, like, little tidbits and things like that. 
Oh yeah. Uh, people probably really appreciate that. You're you're going you you travel a lot, you know, to schools and things like that. Yeah. Um, it's pretty ad. What I, can you? I, you know, I think the thing is for me, it's the kind of fame I have is like when I'm in a school, I'm a rock star. The kids all know my work. They're excited that I'm there. And then when I come home and I'm walking down the street, I'm just some random guy. You know, I'm taking out the trash or whatever. So it's it brings me back down to earth. Is that because it's it's more of you know your work in in, in, in books and people don't recognize the face right away? Sure, there's a lot of that. Do you ever have to do you ever have to name drop yourself? Like if you're getting some shitty service, or you're like, <laughs> oh by the way, by the way. You yeah. Have, uh, Clark do your kids know Clark the Shark? Yeah. Wait, no, hey, uh, we 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 kind of skipped over a lot of his movies from uh, yeah, 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 the yeah. Comfort Comfort movie. Yes. Yes, the Comfort movie. Comfort movie. Yo, I have never heard that term. I I feel like we we coined it here Great. tonight. Thanks, yeah. Bruce. Um, why why oh um, Star Wars: A New Hope, but no other Star Wars movies? Um, I'm not sure where that list came from, but Star Wars, the the original Star Wars one, well, actually, I think, now that I think about it, probably not that one. Probably more uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Ah, there you go. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I've never seen anyone have Star Wars, the original, without having Empire ahead of it on any yeah, like, movie. Yeah, I would say yeah, Empire is... is definitely better because the, yeah. the quality of the writing is better it was Lawrence Kasdan instead of George Lucas right and you know oh. he wrote Raiders and all kinds of great films so Kasdan oh, wow. knew what he was doing in terms of writing whereas Lucas just had this great vision like right. an amazing universe and stuff but his strength was not as a writer I don't think right the dialogue I mean the yeah. uh, the prequels that that is painfully obvious oh, that was painful stuff so bad but you like empire why it really was uh it's got that killer twist oh my god Luke, oh yeah I am the father Duh. that is that is one of the greatest twists in all of the movies isn't oh, that insane yeah. and it just spins the whole story in a completely different direction i mean uh, that is just genius stuff that twist and then i think now the it's other every one twist when yeah. the t-rex drowned in the land before time was crazy no no well, there you go. You guys are Man Before Time fans? Whatever. Uh, yeah. Pretty amazing, though. The other one you mentioned, too, was uh, The Triplets of Belleville, which has a great soundtrack. What is that? I've never even it. heard oh, of it. Oh, it's a wild animated film. It is wild. so fun. Yeah, just the, the whole animation style is oh. so distinctly French, and it doesn't feel like our American animation oh, at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And They're all like... like and the music and the whole vibe of it. I mean, I just found it hilarious and visually just fascinating to watch. It is really I good. Think I I've remember seen in college this. having to do uh, – I had an acting course, and it was uh, just like an exercise on, on, on music and doing your, your – um, you know, the interpretation of the song. And I did a song from Triplets of Belleville. It would be like sweeping the house or something, and it was really good. And the teacher was like, "Oh, where'd you come up with that?" I was like, "You know, this is you know Flannery. I'm I'm, I'm just really hungover today. I kind of just pulled that out of my ass." But I'm glad that you liked it. It wasn't really an exercise, but that movie like saved me in that course. That that the oh, yeah. soundtrack it was really good. Yeah, awesome. um, I love I love music from different countries. I like French yeah. music, and you know I sing in a Latin jazz band, so I love salsa and 
it's just it's very stimulating to me to enjoy music from different cultures and that that movie was great for that yeah you're a well-rounded guy like you're 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 a cultured guy you just like to you know immerse yeah. yourself get out there yeah I, ha I have big ears i like to hear different sounds you like to do it totally uh, so you your band's playing at the the avocado festival next that's so right that's yeah, the next October gigs. 5th. nice Where's that at? Where is the? Uh, it's it's in Carpinteria. They block off a bunch of the the main streets downtown, and so we'll be moving and grooving down there right after lunch on the fifth. Nice. Yeah. Do you get do you get uh, a lot of questions about your books when you're at these shows afterwards? Because you know people are trying to like hang out. Do you get a lot of that, or are they, they not kind as of much leave as you alone? would think? Because a lot of them don't know who the I face. am. They don't hear my whole name, and they don't connect it. But occasionally the drummer will out me. He's like, hey, you guys know Chet Gecko and Clark the Shark? This is the guy who wrote him. And they're like, oh. oh. Uh, <laughs> is that does that work in your favor sometimes to have to not be so, you know, your, your face uh, visually recognized because it's it's your work on the words that I, work? I, I actually that, like behind that. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the reasons that I didn't. I mean, I worked as an actor for about five years when I was in Honolulu, but I never pursued it full on as a career. And I think, like, getting to a certain level of fame, it would get uncomfortable to be recognized. So, yeah. But with books, it's great. You know, people love my stories. They can connect to that. And they may not know anything of what I look like. Yeah, that, that can work in your favor. You know, you yeah. can have a little bit more privacy. You're not getting harassed all the time. Yeah, unless I'm trying to get a table at a restaurant. And then right, and you, you <laughs> drop that. You, you keep copies of the book in you, and you actually just drop it out. You're like, oh, these things. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry, I dropped it. Oh, by the way, this is mine. I wrote this. Oh, that's this me. Is... Same name on my driver's oh, license. Yeah. Weird. Oh, get, how funny. Get up a table. Oh, how did that get there? That's ironic. Yeah. Uh, you have a table for me now? To... Thanks. <laughs> yeah. What's next in the, uh, in the Bruce Hale universe that you're working on that you can share that's uh, not well, secretive? I can tell you what, uh, there's a, it's not quite closed yet. The contract hasn't been signed, but there is a movie option going on for one of my series. Yes. Wow. I will be able to talk about maybe in another month or so. Yes. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, that's exciting. And uh, as far as the writing goes, I'm almost at the end of the first draft of my the novel I've been working on for the last couple months. And uh, this one is a, uh, a switcheroo story where there's a, a boy who really dislikes the family dog and the dog feels the same way about him. And due to a magical accident, boom, they switch bodies. Oh, yeah. oh nice. So it's like Freaky Friday, but with a boy and a dog. Yeah, yeah the switcheroo. That's amazing. Yeah. So and this I've is had... a brand new, brand new uh this is brand new work from you. That yeah, you're brand through. new. It's going to be a standalone novel, and okay. I've really had a blast writing because I've been a, a dog person my whole life, and so it's really yeah. fun kind of imagining how a dog experiences the world oh, and writing yeah. from you. Getting into like a dog's head Amazing. must be funny. Yeah. Because we're all just yeah. so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in yeah, their the eyes. Yeah, dogs look at us, they're like, what the hell why are you? Why are you mad? Right. Yeah. Why are you ever mad? Yeah, exactly. Life is great. Yeah. They live in the present moment. Right. That's amazing. Ten Congratulations too on like everything you're doing and all the uh, success and everything. I mean, you know, you're tearing it up with, yeah, with everything. Thanks, man. I, I'm really. I feel very blessed to be doing what I love to do. You know, yeah, if yeah. I if I had ever had kids, that would be the one thing I would tell them. It's like, 
whatever you do in your life, be sure to do what you love. Oh yeah. Because that's that's where it all happens. Oh, yeah, that's great advice. Every every kid should hear that. You know, yeah, totally. That's beautiful. Never the parents heard that. are like, uh, you know, what about your plan B? It's like just stick to plan A. You know, there is no plan. <laughs> exactly. Something. The That's plan B really is is priesthood. Yeah, exactly. I remember when I was in college, uh, Kenny God Loggins came and did a concert at UCLA, and he was talking a little bit in between the songs, and he said, you know, my parents always told me to have something to fall back on. And I said, well, if I have something to fall back on, I'll always be thinking about falling back. Right. It's, it's so true, though, you know? Wow. You're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Brain matter. Kenny Loggins. I know. Rockets has a very interesting set list because he's got songs like Danger Zone, but then <laughs> songs like Adam's Song, which is like a slow, sad, like acoustic ballad about like having no money and being with the woman you love. I, I would just love to see a concert of him with those transitions. Like you're rocking out, and then you're like, here's someone bringing it down 50,000 yeah. volts. And you're like, whoa. I mean, let's talk about a spectrum. It blows your mind. It's amazing. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, I know your time's limited. That's all, that's all the time I know we have, but. Um, I just is there anything else that you'd like to like to mention or, or talk about or, or plug or anything like that? Because uh, yeah, no, I, I think I'm good. I really uh, enjoy talking with you guys. It's fun riffing and uh, talking movies and stuff. And oh yeah, uh, thanks so much for having me on. No, thank you for being on. Please come back again. And um, congratulations with everything. And uh, and you know everything you're doing is great. And uh, you're awesome. So awesome. thank you very much. Th- thank you, Matt. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. You too, Bruce. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bruce Hale is back. He's, uh, John's gone. Now I am, uh, by myself, uh, talking to myself. Tweet us at the underscore podcastle. Did he have to go? No, I I, I let him go because it was was getting late on his time. Um, But I couldn't see you for a second. I thought we lost you. So I was recording. I did. I had to go pee. Oh, I'm recording, but I, I lost for a second. I was like, oh, maybe, maybe we lost the feed with John. No, I just had the pee so bad. Um, damn, I, I can't see myself on this. Um, I don't know what the hell's going on. This fucking Skype. You deserve to pee. Gorsh. Yeah. Gorsh. Gorsh. Bruce, Bruce Hale's always fun, though. He's got to be a recurring guest. He said right before he left, he loves... Dude. Coming on here Dude. and riffing, and he wants to come back in like a month and talk about this movie thing. So we Dude. Gotta, he's a he's a guy. Dude, this movie thing—if it's animated, he has to get his job as voiceovers. I was thinking the same thing, but I didn't want to crowbar it in. Like, <laughs> who better to play Clark the Shark than Clark the Shark? Or like, even just like one line, you know, just to one line, to, just to see what it's like. I mean, I wonder what it, if it's a movie that—that's really exciting. I mean, yeah. I, 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 he just seems like a guy who's whatever he whatever his art is saying, everyone should be hearing it. Just from great. the two conversations with him. He's he's a good man. Like a really good a, guy. I think he yeah, I think he's genuinely a really good guy and like loves his work and he's good at what he does. You know? God. And he's I like just keep him. going, just keep going. That's like his I was like reading his tweets uh while we were talking to him and he's just like it's just repetition, it's just you just have to keep going. Keep going. And yeah, uh, he's really an inspiring figure. Really inspiring figure. He's an inspiring figure. Really, figure uh, four leg lock. Figure four. <laughs> Boston <laughs> Uh Did you? Uh, 
remember the, uh, oh my God, I, my, my computer, for some reason, when I went to Wisconsin, it like locked onto their time zone and it, it keeps showing me that it's only 9.45, but it's actually 10.45. So this whole time I've, I was like, oh man, I guess we started really early. I have so much time. Oh no, we can wrap it up. I know it's getting late there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, the football game tonight, the Browns are finally going to get a win uh, with their new team playing the Jets. It was like Browns, Jets, Monday Night Football. I'm like, Monday Night Football is taking a shit. Oh, yeah. They are like no longer the match. But I think with the Jets quarterback, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dalton, I can't remember his fucking, the the rookie. Or it's his second year. He looks good, but he has mono, mononucleosis. So I think they were hoping this would be a better, better matchup. 23 to 3 Browns. And of course, the Eagles lost by an inch last night. Um, I'm not really worried about it. You know, we've beat Matt Ryan uh, three games in a row. They were were just due to to squeak one away from us. And we had so many injuries. Like Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson. Like our big guys were all going down. They're all going down. And, and you know what? It's, it's, it's only the second game. Yeah, exactly. And that score. Exactly. Mundo. I don't know if you've been noticing this, but I've been noticing on like my social media feeds, like people I know, like the Eagles, they're so critical of the Eagles this early. And it's like, dude, you need to calm down. Long I think season. I said that to one of them. Ched, a good friend of mine. He, he knows Corrado. He knows Corrado's boyfriend that's weird he's like the eagles are not they're playing like shit this and that I'm like dude it's the second game it's week two My like God. please it's like you said a few years ago i think the phillies maybe like five years ago the phillies were shit in the bed in like may or something like that everyone's like oh we're gonna lose fucking team and you're like it's may right calm down like come on it's right. better to shit the bed early and, and to have a few losses of course then later on and it's it's to only me, week two I mean, this is actual preseason because all the starters are playing, but the games really don't matter. Right. You know, at any given yeah. point, you can go on a 10-game winning streak, and, you know, it just, it's, God, it's, the injuries, though, are just all over the place in the sport alone. Uh, speaking of all over the place, home runs, that record shattered. Clark, did I lose you? Clark. Oh, it's probably ESPN. Sucks so much energy. Probably Twitter, too. And Facebook. Clark? From the gentleman in charge (laughs) of going by the name Clark the Shark, even though he never goes in the water, and from the man in charge of jumping in the water, even if it has scabies, I am John Hassinger. Thank you for listening, everyone. Make sure to tweet us at the underscore podcastle. We'll see you next week. We gotta go.
watch now, I'ma get roof on fire, fire, we ride.